Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get it, David. So we're back in the studio. Oh my guy, dudes behind the motherfucking foods. <laughs> How are you? Very good. I believe we said this is airing after New Year's. This no, 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 no. This one's gonna come out the day after Christmas. Okay, I don't know shit. Merry Christmas. After <sighs> what do you call it after the day after Christmas? Uh, Christmas. <laughs> 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 Happy Christmas. <laughs> God, why is that so funny? It's so stupid. <laughs> <That's> Happy Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's, it's December 26th. Christmas Eve, Christmas, and Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is the day where everyone like returns all their presents and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Gets store credit. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Somebody gives you a gift. Yes. You don't like it. Do you accept it or you tell them, can I exchange it for something else? I always accept it. Oh, that's a good man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. Part of the holidays is pretending to be happy with your family. Oh, very good. I think dude. it's just it's, it's. I love you, Chia. <laughs> well, before we get started, I um, I have something I want you to try. 
David Sell. All right. Uh, so uh, we like cold brew in the morning, but have you ever had a cold brew lemonade? Why? I Why said, would anybody have a cold brew lemonade? I said the same thing until I started seeing it on coffee menus on little on oh, really? in little coffee places. Oh, you know what? I'll say this. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite uh, drinks is actually uh, tonics, an espresso tonic. Oh, word. So it might be similar to that. So I was at a place in downtown LA and I saw cold brew lemonade on the menu and I thought, that sounds interesting. And I ordered it and I'm like, oh shit, this is my new shit. People are doing that with orange juice. You see that shit? Yeah, I've, I've seen that. I wasn't that this, have you had that? I, I, I was like, I don't get it. This is better. Okay. So check this out. But pero not only to do that, I kicked it up a notch, dog. I got some hard lemonade. <laughs> Is it Mike's hard lemonade? It's not Mike. It's just... Ugh. It's just the Simply. Simply. You ever had Simply lemonade? Simply is just the good shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like fresh. And uh, this is... I didn't even know they did a spiked version of their juices. Which is why I was very excited when I saw this. I so, would love to have an alcohol brand. This is watermelon lemonade. I'll see if they just have a regular lemonade. Here, okay, do this. Do like a 50-50. Um, mix it up a bit. Let me get a cup. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This is uh, simply like the juice brand? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that fun? We're finding out new things every day. All right, so here's a little cup for you, sir. Oh. Arigato. How you say you welcome in Japanese? Huh? You're welcome is... Shit, I don't know. Damn. I think you just say arigato. You, they don't say thank you? I mean, they don't say you're welcome? I, you know what? I don't fucking know. Let me ask my lady. Because I just learned how to say, uh, how do you say how do you say thank you in Italian? It's, um, uh, uh, grazie, right? Duh. Right. Yeah. And then, but do you know how to say you're welcome? Huh? Grazzo. <laughs> no, it's fucking prego. Like the sauce? Like the sauce. Dude, we're learning new things every day. You know, I, for the amount of times I, I imitated the language, I sure don't know anything about I it. I had to Google it one day because, you know, me and Chia kept saying grazie to each other because, you know, we, we like Italian food. And then mm -hmm. one day I was like, what the fuck is your welcome? And I was like, oh, the sauce. Prego. Prego. Abondanza. All right, there you go. So I'm doing like a half and half situation. Uh, cold brew lemonade, but this is spiked. You know, I, I'm sorry your first experience is going to be with a spiked lemonade, but... But we're trying to get crazy today, dude. We're always trying to get crazy. It just tastes like the simply spiked. It took over all the coffee flavor. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not mad at this. Mm. It's going to wake me up and put me to sleep. Oh, my God. My eyes immediately. Whoa. Mm. I feel it go through my body. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put a little more cold brew in there. Mm. But, uh, yeah, bro, I'm telling you, dog, cold brew lemonade, kind of the move. I like it. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. So Christmas. Christmas, yes. How do you celebrate Christmas is Let the question. Let me tell you, David. So um, Christmas, here's what I, well, here's what I, I used to do. I'm going to walk you through my life, all right? Up until around age, up until high school. Yeah, this is your life. Up until high school. <laughs> Draw my life, remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did a good one too. Did you do one? No, it was too much work. <laughs> oh, it, mine came out sick. Because like, you, you could draw, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. So when I was a little kid, um, I used to go to my white auntie's house. So my dad's brother married a white woman named Jean. She was the shit. I love my aunt Jean, okay? And um, so they would do all the traditional Christmas things. Like Ooh, my, cookies. Yeah, cookies out for Santa, stockings by the fire. Ooh. 
Big ass Christmas tree, all that shit. Like my parents would celebrate Christmas, but not like that. You know what I'm saying? So they would take me to my auntie's house. I would stay the night with my three cousins who were all like at least 10 years older than me. Um, I was like the little cousin that was always coming over. And then, you know, I would do the whole wake up in the morning. Santa brought presents! Wow! Like oh, that. you believed in Santa Claus? Hell yeah. What do you mean believed? Um, damn, damn Santa's not real, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you are full of it. Anyways, so I got my presents from Santa. Um, and I'd be super excited. And uh, also super excited because he would eat the cookies, of course. You know, bomb-ass cookies. And then I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my aunt always had some fire-ass honey-baked ham. Like, that was my shit. Honey-baked ham during Christmas. I loved it. And then um, and we would have just a big dinner and my parents would come. I would stay the night and my parents would come over Christmas Day and we'd all celebrate with like the white side and the Asian side. And we'd all have like a big thing, open presents, all that shit. And then as I got older and all her kids got older, got families of their own, moved out. Um, they, she stopped doing a big Christmas thing at her house. So then, you know, I started doing parent, uh, Christmas at my parents, of course. Um, so they ended up, would host all their old Thai homies and my mom would cook a big dinner. And then Christmas Eve, I would go to my Mexican homies house. I go to Petey Flo's house because, you know, Mexicans and Filipinos celebrate Christmas Eve or like Latinos and Filipinos celebrate Christmas Eve. And I'd go to Peter's house and, you know, have like Bosole and kick it with his family. And then Christmas Day, the Mexican homies, Peter and Eric would come to my house and just have dinner and we'd kick it and just chill and stuff. So, see, I feel like a lot of people had, like, the multiple Christmases because mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of family here. Mm -hmm. So we would have, like, really close family friends who also don't have a lot of family, and we would just combine our shit together. Mm -hmm. So, like, we would—every Christmas, it would be Christmas and Thanksgiving. But they would have—so the Christmas I would spend would be with my mom's, like, best friends, and then we kind of just became family. Mm. But they had— so him, I called him my uncle. He wasn't, he's not really my uncle, but he's basically my uncle. So, yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, he's my uncle, right? <laughs> so his, he actually has a half brother who's half, he was, he's half black, half Korean, hmm. right? Because his mom remarried after, after his dad passed away. Okay. He married a white lady and every Christmas she would bring like the white people shit, which mm -hmm. was like chocolate fudge, mm -hmm. cookies or whatever. And that was like the most Christmassy thing we would have because we would always only cook Korean food. Mm -hmm. There would be no American food in our shit. I see. Except for my aunt, who, by the way, listen, she can cook now. She's not going to listen to this anyways. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This woman's food sucked. Holy shit. Yeah, her food fucking sucked. I think sucked. you've told me about this woman. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Her stupid macaroni salad that she would make every year. She goes, you want me to make macaroni <laughs> salad? I'm like, no, nobody wants that shit. Would no. it have like ham in it and stuff? Or what kind of macaroni salad? It was, was macaroni it? salad with like mayo. Yeah. There would be hard-boiled eggs, mm. onions, and just no salt. Or seasoning whatsoever. Ah, I see. Yeah. And I just never understood why she couldn't get that shit done. Like, I don't know why you were you so scared of salt. And I found out later on it was because she her had husband, very high cholesterol. Her, her husband, my uncle, was having like health shit. Oh. So after a while, she adjusted shit to not have any seasoning. Oh. So she got used to that palate. So we just never had seasoned food. God. Every time I would come by, she goes, Make sure you stop by for some food. I'm like, Fuck! Man, I would eat this shit, dude. You would come with like packs of soy sauce in your pocket. <laughs> she would turn Squeak. away. Yeah. God. Oh my god. There was this meme that was super funny. It was like when I go eat dinner at my white homie's house, and the guy, 
um, was bringing like seasoning in his pocket. And then <laughs> the, and then a guy replied with a white guy meme. And he's like, when I go eat dinner at my black homie's house and he had like, um, like heartburn medication in his, in his <laughs> pocket. <laughs> I had, um, there was also like, uh, one of my Mexican homies, like they always celebrated like Christmas and Christmas Eve to the fucking max. Mm. And every time for Christmas, I would just go to their house in the morning just because I wanted to feel Christmas vibes. Mm. I'm talking about like every fucking corner of their house was decorated with like the nutcracker yeah. shit. She collected things over time and every year we would get her an ornament to put on the tree. Aww. And the tree was like 100 feet tall every time. Oh, fucking ridiculous. all out shit. Crazy. It was like from the bottom all the way to the ceiling. Isn't that great? Dude, it's amazing. And they would have like train tracks on the top. What? Dog, everything. Like a fucking Home Alone movie. Yes, dude. Like the wow. shit you would see on TV. That's how much they decorate their shit. That's amazing. I took Mariel. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is years ago when we first started dating. She visited Sacramento. I took them to their house and she was like, what the fuck is this? Wow. This is Christmas. So you didn't believe in Santa, huh? No. Wow. You're part of the reason why he doesn't come around anymore. Yeah, I threatened him, but he came through. <laughs> I didn't believe he's like, oh, I am. Get the fuck out of my house, bro. Dog, even you talking about? The, the one year where I had been talking to kids at school, like, you know, there's always that one fucking asshole kid that was like, you know, Santa's not real, right? Mm -hmm. And then so I was at my white auntie's house and I'm like, and and also this was when her mom was, was still alive. So that was like, I also called her grandma. That was my white grandma. And I was like, did you guys buy these presents? Because it was a pile of presents from Santa. And the white grandma, she's like, what? How could you? Oh, my. Okay, I'll admit, I bought this one. But the rest are from Santa. And I was like, okay. Wow. I was like, oh, God, okay, what a relief. <laughs> well, okay, so this is the thing I'm always curious about, right? Yeah. Because I never believed in Santa Claus because my parents never brought up Santa Claus to me. Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. only Santa Claus was Jesus Christ himself, my <laughs> Lord and my Savior. Oh, well, for he gives me everything I need and the things I do not need in my life, he takes it out. Wait, you still believe in him though? Wait, Jesus isn't real? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. This guy, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this fucking guy here, man, he's crazy. <laughs> Oh, dude, you nuts, man. You, know, you almost got me. <laughs> you, you, you still put out the communion crackers for Jesus to come and eat yeah. <laughs> on Christmas. Santa Claus is Christmas and Jesus' real holiday is Christmas. And he's like, what the hell, guys? Where's my shit? No one believes in Christmas anymore. <laughs> he starts disappearing. <laughs> You don't believe <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> that's so dumb. That's so funny to me. <laughs> oh my god, dog! <laughs> I'm gonna make a shirt next year just says Merry Christmas, and nobody's gonna know what, what I'm like, What is this? So you, you don't know. You don't bring out your community. You don't celebrate Christmas. It's Christmas, dude. <laughs> Make sure you put out the blood of Jesus Christ <laughs> and those little crackers every Christmas. Oh, bro. Oh, I'm going to say that to people and everybody, nobody's going to know what we're talking about. Dog, people got so mad at me because I made a uh, communion joke on Instagram and like Christian, uh, super Christian followers were like on my ass. They were so offended and I said nothing offensive. All right. I did this fucking thing with Nikki Blades where we took a shot of like tequila and we went, ooh, and we felt it. And I said, when you take a shot of 
uh, when, when you take a shot of Jesus' blood at communion and you feel the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> and here's why it's not offensive, first of but all. But how is that offensive in the first place? Exactly. So people were like, man, you, you got to stop. <clears throat> you got to stop playing with Jesus' name, man. Like, that's not a joke. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about, guys? Like, literally, when you take communion, they tell you this is the blood and body of Jesus Christ. Yeah. The wine represents the blood and the, and the, the crackers <laughs> represent the body. So, like, I'm saying... When you drink the communion drink, and then you feel the Holy Spirit, like what that is, is offensive? That is literally what is supposed to happen. It's literally what they tell you that the wine is supposed to represent the blood and body of Jesus Christ. So I'm like, when you take a sip of Jesus's blood and you feel the Holy Spirit, like what the fuck is the issue? Yeah. But they were so mad. And here's the thing: if I would have just phrased it like, when you sip that communion, when you sip your communion juice and you feel the Holy Spirit. It's the exact same thing. This is the weird thing about that. This is what I very much, very much dislike. It's like people who say, number one, you have absolutely no right to say that when you say you're playing with God's name because you're watching his content. So like the idea behind that is so weird because they're going to like religious and moral selectivism, right? Mm. So it's like, oh, I get to cast stones at Tim because I feel that he's playing with God's name. I'm pretty sure you said the word, oh my God. That's literally playing with God's name. You're saying the name of the Lord in vain? Yeah. <laughs> you're, make, you're watching like pussy and dick jokes? Yeah. Which is vulgar? Yeah. Which is not the way your mouth is supposed to be used. It's supposed to be used to praise God only. Are you fucking out of your mind? You're, Don't you're, talk to me about your religious moral selectors. I will I will fuck you up. Some man. people will say that the Bible says if you even look at a woman in a um, sensual manner, like you want her body, that is adultery. So you hear my fucking jokes, you hear us joke about big old jiggly butts and you laugh at that? And you're going... This king right here. He knows what he's to this king right here. But you want to get mad at me for saying exactly what we do during communion? What the fuck? Yeah. And how is he a king? Idolatry, huh? Huh. Yeah, let's let's cast some fucking That's stones. Right. Oh, you looking at me as a king? You idolizing me? Yeah. And how many times have you seen me? Naked. Oh, I'm committing adultery right now. How many times have you seen these chichis? I'm committing gay adultery, <laughs> double sin according to the Bible. Wow. <laughs> well, you've double sin. Double oh, Chris Mice. <laughs> Cancel Chris Mice. You are not getting your Chris Mice gifts. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're getting lumps of J. Cole's album in your stocking. That's the Chris Mice rules. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take some we're gonna drink some Jesus blood and be right back after this message. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, man, but people were mad. I was like, and this was the first time uh, some, someone was like, you, you should probably delete this, bro. I'm like, nope. for what? Nope. I like, and normally if, if people are kind of feeling touchy about something, I'll be like, all right, fine, I'll get rid of it if someone feels offended. But this time I was like, no, guys, I went to Christian school for fucking like 12 years of my life. I know what I'm talking about here. There is nothing offensive. And I was literally arguing with everybody. This is the first time I was like, no, I'm arguing with everybody because y'all sound dumb, yeah. you know? And it really irritates me when people... Um, like they don't, they let them, they're like blinded by what they like feel and they're not actually looking at what, what it's going on. You feel oh, me? Oh no, that's a hundred percent. Like I, there was, I just did this video, you know, talk, just talking about like, sometimes I feel like Asian people get gaslit on like our racial issues. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I kind of literally in a 10 minute video, I explained why I feel this way. And somebody goes, I don't understand why you feel this way. Basically what the comment was saying, I was like. Just watch the video. Right. <laughs> like, I don't. And he goes, I don't understand why you're talking to your fans. I was like, no, that's not me being rude. I'm saying if you watch the video, the first question is, he basically writes like, why do you feel like you're so offended by what this one person said? In the beginning of the video, I say, the reason why I'm doing this video is this. Mm. And I'm like, so you didn't watch the video because I literally said the reason why I'm doing this video is this. Mm -hmm. I'm not offended at the person. I'm offended at how people are reacting in the comments. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I don't understand why you made the video. I was like, you didn't watch the video then. Bro, people literally. Okay, look, check this out. Here's, here's what's crazy, right? So um, I did a skit a long time ago, which I recently repurposed into a reel mm -hmm. where I give a like a unhoused, a homeless gentleman, a thousand dollars. But by I the way, homeless people don't care that you call them unhoused. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's facts. <laughs> I've le legit. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, they're not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, they're not sitting here like, excuse me, I am unhoused. No, they have bigger things to worry about. Yes. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. And this is from somebody who volunteers at homeless shelters. Don't fucking. I've never heard one of them go, "Hey, bro." Chill with the fucking homeless shit, man. <laughs> All right. I, I'm unhoused. <laughs> Fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, exactly. You right? non-volunteering bitches. You don't know shit. So here's the thing, too. I even, like, 
So for the the caption for this, when I when I repurposed the video, I didn't even call him a homeless dude. I was like, there's a guy sleeping in a in a box, and uh, I gave him a thousand dollars. But I said he had to use it to he had to pay it forward. He had to help somebody mm-hmm. else, right? So basically, in the real in the video, um, you know, I give him a thousand dollars. When I come back later, and he and he like he spent all the money on like alcohol and strippers, right? That's the that's the 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 bit. And and the whole point of this video was to make fun of those super corny like. Yo, like, let's see what happens if I yeah. if I give this hungry man like uh, um, a pizza. Let's see what you know. And I'm like, and I feel like those videos are kind of um, uh, uh, what's the word? Exploiting homeless people. Oh, hundred percent. You feel me? And so my whole point in my video was to satire that, right? Um, but then you have people who are like one one who are like so offended by this video because like there are people that really live like this. I'm like, did this for? Uh, I didn't say he was homeless in the real. <laughs> yeah. like, he's just a guy sleeping in a box. But also there was one guy who was like, why would you, why would you um, film it if you're going to help this dude? I'm like, bro, oh, did, did you, did you click out after a second and a half? Like oh. literally a reel is like 30 seconds long. I'm like, how long did you like click on this before <clears throat> you left your comment? Look at this guy here. Virtue signaling. It's like, <laughs> This is the sketch where I'm making fun of those people. <laughs> how do you not know this isn't a sketch? Yeah, like well, how long? Like literally, dog. Like the joke takes place after like ten seconds. Like what the fuck? Sometimes I'm always like, oh, maybe it's just a troll. But I was like, nope, this is a real person, and they're actually offended. Oh, bro, let me tell you. Speaking of trolls, there was somebody who was in my TikTok comments the other day, and I was like, is this guy? This guy's really mad at me for some reason, right? And then until I saw another, and I was gonna comment back until I realized, oh, this man is really just finding a reason to be mad at me for some reason. Like, at first he was saying a bunch of bullshit about, like, I don't know, I forget, like, some shit about, like, uh, disgrace to Asians, like, random shit. I was oh, like, I get that all the time. Yeah, dude. I was like, what are you saying, sir? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then he left a comment on, you know when I do those videos where I'm in Costco waiting for samples and mm, I put the sad hilarious. music? Hilarious. Oh, well, thank you. And those do the, the best for me on, like, you know, short for TikTok reels, mm-hmm. all that shit. Anyways, this guy left a comment and he was like, <laughs> he was like, you can tell he's not really um, popping or else he would have done this in a Vons or a Ralph's. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. He's like, he's like reaching. He's like, oh, it was, <laughs> I've never seen a reach like this. He was like, oh, you can tell he's not really successful or else this video would have been done at Ralph's. I was like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. How is like, that even applicable at a Ralph's? None of it makes, exactly. Ralph's doesn't give samples. Like none of it makes sense. I, and that's what I replied. I was like, okay, I see who you are. I see what is going on in your life. Yeah. I was like, Carry on with whatever comments you want to leave because you're not making sense, bro. Yeah. You know, I was just like, all right, I'm out, man. Cool. You know, no, there's, I, I kind of like years ago, I mentioned this before about my podcast where like I found out about this Reddit where they just fucking hate me. <laughs> and I just was like, damn, man, people can really spend a lot of energy just like you literally live inside their whole world. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of odd. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm not saying this in the sense of me telling you that. Oh, I feel bad for them. I'm not saying that. I just genuinely feel very weird towards people who kind of wake up. The first thing they do is check a thread to be like, hey, what else can we hate on this person? Yeah. And it's like, damn, man, like life is so much more entertaining. Like you could feel a certain way too. And like like I said too, um, I had a few people, I know a few people at Reddit. They're like, oh, we could find something to take this thread down. I was like, there's no point because 
I don't like doing that, right? Mm. You could feel the way that you feel because I said something that pissed you off that you didn't vibe with. So I feel like I would be a hypocrite if I try to get that taken down. Yeah. So I just let it live. I just try to wrap my head around like the idea of waking up every day to be like, all right. <laughs> This is what I'm going to do. It has to be exhausting. You would be successful <laughs> <laughs> if you was getting samples at a box. <laughs> yeah, and he walks away, smokes a cigarette. <laughs> He's like, Got that, fool. <laughs> That's a Chris Pice miracle. I'm going to sing some Chris Mice carols about that shit right there, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that on Christmas. <laughs> Yo, bro, I don't celebrate Christmas, bro. I only celebrate Christmas. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, like it just just hate for no reason, right? And I'm like, it and you know, we've said this before, but you know, I, I like to to talk back to negative comments and haters sometimes because especially when I'm taking a shit, I sit there for like 20, 30 minutes and I'm like, let me just, all right, I got time, right? But I also have to check myself sometimes like, all right, bro, like why are you wasting energy on this shit? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, especially when I, uh, there's a Taoist principle that I try to live my life according to. It helps me save a lot of time. <laughs> and a lot of time. <laughs> and it's, um, it's uh, he who angers you controls you, right? Mm. And uh, and fire, yeah. And I and it's it's so simple, but it's it's it resonates hard, right? Because it's like ah, fuck. It's like yes, why why am I when life is so short, right? Why am I letting this person affect my day for even like five minutes? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. why am I wasting my energy to comment on this person that like means nothing to me, right? So I have to remind myself sometimes of that, but also sometimes I'm like. Man, fuck this motherfucker, bro. Like, you well, ain't shit, and I fucked your mom. <laughs> I said, sometimes two people don't understand where they go, why do you put your time into this? It's most of the time, it's just, I think for people who are just like goofy people, yeah. we're always just looking to roast or like make jokes. Yes, yes, yes. So it's not like it eats up the day. It's right. like in the moments like, oh, this might be hella funny. Yes. Bop, 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 yes. Bop. And then we kind of move on with our lives. It's not... Like we don't really talk about it unless it's for a podcast. And you know? and that's the thing too. On the same token, right? On the flip side of that shit, it's like it's not really a waste of time because, like I said, I'm taking a shit. I can take two seconds to reply to your comment. And also, the beauty of comments nowadays, right? With YouTube, Instagram, when you reply to that one negative comment, everyone sees it. So they fucking roast this fool on YouTube. You reply to the comment, everybody is like laughing, right? And it's fun to take the screenshot and be like, "Look what this little stupid ass boy said." And look what I said back. You know, you got your. You got you you responded recently to an Instagram thing and it got fucking taken down. Oh dude, welcome to my fucking world, dude. <laughs> That's my whole world. I had a similar situation, right? Where somebody wrote some obscene shit towards me. Yeah. Right. And I wrote back, shut the fuck up before I kiss you on your fucking mouth. <laughs> right. And then my comment got taken down. Cause I threatened to love him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but, uh, that's all I said. I was like, shut your fucking mouth before I kiss you. And, and then I got to it for this is inappropriate. I was like, this fool told me to go kill myself. Oh. Now, mind you, mind you, mine was a little petty, uh, uneven, because he was just like, <laughs> what did he say? Oh, he said, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a basic. <laughs> and, I, and I said, and I said, I I suck your mom's ashy clit, and um, inappropriate, bro. And bullying, inappropriate. Um, but I took a screenshot. I reposted the screenshot of that getting reported. Um, 
And even even though his comment was just so just nothing, I was like, this will be funny, right? And I just really when I when I thought of Ashy Clit in my head, I just thought it was like so funny. So I was like, I have to leave this comment. Yeah, 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 know? yeah. And all the reply, all the comments were like, damn, Tim, Ashy though, Ashy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude. In your face, dusty vagina. Yeah, because it gives you a visual too, you know. So it's gross. Yeah, it, it looks like a dried up abalone. You piece of shit. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> looks like just a little little overcooked scallop. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still eat it though. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's weird like when you have to I I do understand though when sometimes like I think we get kind of caught up in like the negative comments too much. It kind of takes away from your day. I know. I do get that. I I think when I first started YouTube, the first 2 years were like that where I, I think I didn't understand what the internet was mm -hmm. exactly yet, you know? And then you start to realize, oh, people are just talking their shit. Let them talk their shit. And then I remember I got this comment years ago. It's like, I find it really fucked up that the only time you respond is when you respond to negative comments. But when we say nice things, you don't say anything at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, that is fucking true, man. Like I never give praise to people who are trying to connect on like a positive note. Right. And then every time somebody says something bad, I have to respond. But that's what they like. They go, well, the only way he's going to respond back to me if I say something negative. Mm. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm the one that's kind of feeding this like negative machine. Well, you know what I try to do now? For every hater comment I reply to, I try to reply to two positive comments to even it out because mm. I do realize that that happens. You know, it's so easy to see a hundred positive comments, laugh emojis, and you see one guy who says, you suck. And you're like, this motherfucker, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Ashy. <laughs> Bro, but people reach so hard sometimes. I remember one time this, this girl tried to, she was really trying to burn me about anything she could think of, right? And she came after, she said, my hairline is receding. Oh, your hairline's fine. My hairline is beautiful. It's actually the thing I hate about you the most. <laughs> My hairline has been literally like the same in the past, like, I don't know how many years. And if you've right? seen his parents, this fool's hair is going to grow even in the grave. My and it's going to come out as a tree. <laughs> My hair will just get like white when I get old. The hairline's not going anywhere. And then they also tried to say, they were like, and he's losing elasticity in his face. And I was like, Damn, what? What a that is the craziest insult I've ever heard in my life, dude. I was like, and and bro, this was like 10 years ago. You know, I might be getting a little gobble now, but back then my shit was pretty popping. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what are you talking about, woman? See, this is why you're so like positive. It's hard for people to insult you. So they have to reach for the deepest things ever, dude. And look at his earlobes. They're growing. <laughs> They're connected to his face. Ew. People just try so fucking hard man but i i understand man the internet is so weird like even when i look at twitter yeah i feel like the hottest thing people are doing now like people are such clout chasers to the point where they'll try to roast elon even if they don't necessarily think too much about him yeah but they want to get the retweets so bad oh from him yeah ah. they're just trying to roast elon so bad and people just to cheer that it's like i bet you don't even actually care <laughs> this is very weird like twitter used to be kind of funny it was it was really funny. I mean, you know, when we came up on Twitter, like in in our early generation of Twitter, it was Twitter was just like let's just say the most like reckless thing that comes to mind, right? Mm -hmm. It's different now, you know what I'm saying? And I do like what Twitter had evolved into. It's very, you know, you can find you can get news immediately. You can hear all types of opinions, but then it became of like God, you have to hear all types of opinions <laughs> of like stupid ones, you know? And here's what's annoying on Twitter is like you get you you have someone say one stupid ignorant, annoying thing, 
And then you have like three people agreeing with him and they're like, oh, yes, I am so right about this. (laughs) I this my opinion is completely valid. And, you know, and that's the thing about Twitter. I've said this before. People don't go on Twitter to have conversations. Mm -hmm. They go in there to say their dumbass take, wait for other people to agree. And that's the only reason that they're there. They either want to be gassed up with agreements or they want to argue. No one comes to Twitter to be like, hey, I want to have a like open communication. Like mm-hmm. that's not what people do on Twitter and that's where it became annoying, you know? Yeah. Like no one gives a fuck. We, we've, we've seen this too where, you know, some people blame the stupidity of the world on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. I think the internet was supposed to make people smarter because <laughs> you have so much knowledge at your fingertips, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Even if not everything's true, but you do have enough to kind of Research your own shit and then kind of form your own opinion. Mm-hmm. But then what happened was, is like I always said this, the internet didn't make people stupid. It made stupid, it gave stupid people a voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. And you find out that there's more dumb people in this world than there are smart people. Mm-hmm. And more people who are hyper emotional than, rather than people who like think shit through. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens. Like they'll put like a dumb opinion out. They'll get like 20,000, you know, retweets and they go, yeah, I'm fucking right. Because it's a bunch 20,000 stupid ass people. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll, the, one of the things that I always warn young people about is like, if you ever engage in a conversation with somebody who does this, this is like the, the, the hottest thing that young people do when they argue. You'll say something like this. <clears throat> I don't like lemonade, right? Oh, you fucking hate lemon, uh, lemon farmers who are working to feed their family. <laughs> you know, you're saying that they're not fucking important right, because right. They, they, those people have jobs. So you don't care about humanity. Right. They'll take an argument that you can agree with, mm. which is like human, like, like a, fa- a man taking care of himself to <sighs> prove their argument. That's not even a part of the conversation. Mm. And that's what all you motherfuckers do. And you are literally the dumbest person in the room. Bro, I got into a huge back and forth with some guy in Tony Baker's comments, okay? Because Tony Baker, remember when everybody was doing the AI shit, right? Yeah, they were yeah. using the Lensa app and they're making all these fucking like really cool uh, AI generated pictures of themselves, right? And then they became a thing was like, oh wait, this app, they said could be stealing from like real artists, right? Mm-hmm from generating like all these, from getting information from all these images on the internet, right? But, <clears throat> so, when it became super pop and trend that week, and a lot of people were doing it, then you had the people who were like, ugh, uh, you're not about to, you will never see me use this app, blah, 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 right? Tony made a post and he's like, hey, you're not cool just because you don't want to do something that's trendy. He's like, let people have their fun. If people want to do like, AI posts themselves like you're not cool just because you think you're better than the trend, right? Saying that like people aren't cool because they don't want to do the trend, right? So then he had all these comments where people were like, nah, Tony, don't support this app. It steals from artists. AI is a very dangerous uh, thing for artists and like it's, it's stealing work from like real people that make computer art. And I'm like, and Tony, he's like, I'm not talking about that, guys. I'm talking about people that think they're too cool for apps, right? Or for trends. And I left a similar comment. I was like, LOL, all these people getting deep about creativity and and artistry and theft. I'm like, he's just talking about trends, right? Yeah. So this guy was commenting with me back and forth, arguing with me. He's like, yeah, but I'm sure when an AI comes out that does like comedy bits and comedy sketches, you'll change your tune. I'm like... That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> it's a separate conversation. Yeah. So then he starts going back and forth. Nah, but this is taking money from artists and this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, 
I agree with you. That's not what Tony's <laughs> saying here. And then I'm like back and forth. And, and I'm like, look, man, obviously you're not trying to listen. You're not hearing me. So cool. Have a nice day. And then he's like, yeah, people always end the conversation when they don't have anything left to say. I'm like, you know what? Fine, then. Let's get into it, you yeah. motherfucker. So then I'm going back. And I wrote a fucking paragraph. I'm like, here's what you fucking did, dog. If Tony, Tony said, hey, people that drive Teslas have funny looking faces. And you were like, you know what? The gas industry is becoming a really big Thanks. problem. That's why we need electric cars. And he's like, that is not a relevant Metaphor. That is exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I'm like, you're not listening to me. Yeah. So finally, I was like, look, bro, if you don't understand my metaphor, what I'm trying to say, just we, I got to get out of this, bro, because you're not you're not fucking hearing me. I literally agree with everything you're saying about AI and the issues with it and stealing from artists. That's not what we're talking about. Finally, he fucking DMs me and he's like, hey, man, just no hard feelings. I'm like, bruh, you're so frustrating. This is all in DMs. I'm like, uh. you're fucking frustrating. I agree with you. That's not what this is about. He was like, honestly, man, I was like 12 beers deep. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you were saying. I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like that level of, it's, you know, straw man shit. Like mm -hmm. you, you guys, and the sad thing is like, even if he wasn't like 12 beers deep, mm -hmm. that is how he communicates. Mm -hmm. And people communicate like that with anybody who has an argument. They try to get that emotional tag. They mm -hmm. go, okay, these fucking paper cups are whack people feed people you know you sorry we can't afford fine glasses like you because you, you know what i mean yeah yeah so they're trying to win the argument through another emotional tie that has nothing to do with this and that is how like 90 percent of arguments are online yeah. and it's just a weird thing that people can't see through like I if know. you're a young person the moment you had that conversation stop talking and walk away mm -hmm. because you're you're not going to be able to convince them otherwise they're not trying to listen they're not trying to listen it's not a conversation i, I used to use that <laughs> To troll people that would talk shit on videos. <laughs> like if someone was like, wow, Tim, you only use clickbait. I'm sick of using clickbait. I'm like, I'm using this clickbait to get views on my videos so I can feed my family. You don't want me to take care of my parents, you asshole. Yeah. You don't care about my mom who's like struggling or my 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 wife who we just had a child. You don't want me. To, you're taking food out of my baby's mouth? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but that's like I'm saying, but that's so funny when you do it as a joke, you know? Mm. But that's how people legit argue. Yeah, man. And I started realizing that early on. I'm like, oh, this is this is what adults would talk to me about when I was younger, mm. you know? And I'm not sure if I did it when I was younger, but I don't think, like, I ever got into deep conversations like that when I was – because we didn't have Twitter and shit like that. Yeah. We used to be fucking around. We're trying to, like, hit on girls or do whatever. Yeah. So I don't think I would ever engage in conversations. I don't know. Maybe the generation is just fucking different because now it's like, how can I get on this woke shit I know. so people can fucking love me? And look, to be fair – you know, it's great that people are having conversations that yeah, they wouldn't yeah, normally yeah, yeah. have, right? But, oh, uh, bro, like, I just remember, you know, when we were, like, like, I, when, like you said, when we were younger, we did so much just fucking around. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I remember, bro, I was filming this show and a part of it was we went to this classroom where the program was um, helping um, kids that wouldn't have access to, like, video editing and shit like that just like learn how to you know produce videos and edit it was a great program right um and then the instructor she asked you know what would you want to like make content about right really simple question and literally every kid was about like 
you know what? It just seems like the socioeconomical Jesus state Christ, of the world just needs a uh, like uh, people need to understand. I'm like, when did y'all can y'all just have fun? Yeah. <laughs> like, be kids, please. Because they're trying to say the right answer yeah. versus saying how they feel. Right. Right. And that's the hard part too. It's like you're being dishonest. Or maybe that's how they feel, David. No, that's not how they feel. Maybe that's how they feel. They feel like they want to say the right thing <laughs> all the time and that's impossible. So okay for you not to say the right thing. Sometimes if you just want to say, what content do you want to make? I just want to make stupid shit. That's more honest. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about stupid shit literally right after this fucking break. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Do you want some caviar and crackers? I would like some charcuterie <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> Sometimes, kids, you know, one of the fa my, my favorite thing that I like to say is three words put together. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You could just not know things sometimes, man. A hundred percent. And it's cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you ain't got to know everything. I Look, I think there is power in being able to not fucking fake that shit and be like, honestly, I have no idea what this means. Yep. And it creates a better conversation, <laughs> yes. man. I'll be, that's what happens like in Hollywood shit. They'll always be dropping names. And I don't know who the fuck these people are. They're like... <laughs> And it's the way they say it to you sometimes. It's like, dude, I am not going to know this obscure Nicaraguan director. Oh, dude, let me tell you something, dog. I love, I love when someone is like, yeah, so, you know, I was with, I was with, you know, Nick Schwartz, right? Um, when I'm like, and I love going, who? Or like, have you ever, uh, have you seen the show, um, uh, Coffee and Lemonade? I'm like, no. And I will always say no. Or when people are like, I fucking can't stand, bro. When people will assume that you know about some abstract indie band or some shit, they're like, okay, so. How I, would I know yeah, this? Um, so I was at, I was at Caviar and Crackers uh, show the other night and, and like, and I'm like, who? And like, you never heard of Caviar? No. That's why he just said who. I don't know this fucking <laughs> random band you follow, dog. Yeah. I hate it. It's like, dude, in the indie scene, they're like <laughs> popping right now. It's like, yeah, well, indie scene. How would I know? And don't make me sound stupid for not fucking knowing this thing. Yeah, dude, I'm not from India. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this. He's like, oh, this guy's actually dumb. <laughs> I, I had no clue how dumb he was. Uh. I, I don't like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, guys. Just try saying that. And sometimes, too, I know it's hard because you want to be in the know. You don't want to feel like you're the person that's always left out. But guess what? If you say, I don't know, the next conversation you have after you learn that, then you'll know. 
But if you keep pretending, it just gets really uncomfortable. Yeah, man. Like those Hollywood conversations too, if you guys ever get into entertainment, <laughs> you'll see that happen all the time. Like there's this guy who has been a part of this industry. He's like an agent and he wants to sound like he knows everything. Ugh. So he'll go, it's like, listen, dude, um, Sasha uh, Bilinovic, <laughs> Bilinovic just did this amazing black and white uh, film noir piece. You know him, right? And I literally <laughs> say the same thing. I was like, bro, how the fuck am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> you know? And honestly, when you make jokes like that, it's, yeah. it, it opens it up way better. Yeah. Because I hate going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking. And I go, I don't know what the yeah. fuck. Who the fuck is that? And sometimes I feel like I should I should watch more. I should consume more content, like, you know, in turn, on that side of things when people are like, you know, when you do these meetings with producers or whatever, and they're like, so what are you watching lately? What are you into? And I'm like, Bob's Burgers reruns? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I always do something back where they say something and they go, oh, you don't know who that is? I'm like, dude, you know who Senchai is? He goes, who's that? I said, exactly, bro. I was like, he's one of the most famous Muay Thai kickboxers in all of Thailand. In all of kickboxing. You wouldn't know who the fuck that is. Oh, bro, random quick, random quick tangent. Um, the other day I was just like fucking around with Chia. I'm having problems opening this. <laughs> I'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was taking so long. <laughs> I was I was with Chia, and uh, she was just on the couch, and I was like, I had energy. I was running around the living room, <laughs> and I was like, What happened? You cut no. yourself? No, no, no. Oh, continue. Okay, and I was like, and, you know, and like my my trainer because I've been with a trainer lately. Oh my god, thank you. Oh, he has a box cutter. Thank you. <laughs> just in case I need to cut people's faces. <laughs> so I was like, my trainer. Um, who's been trying to get me fit and shit, he does, we do boxing lessons for cardio, right? So I'm like, all right, babe, so check this out. So this is one and then two, right? And I'm doing this shit. She's like, babe, do not David sew me. Do, do not start David sewing in this house, please. <laughs> hey, you know what? I always turn to punch her. <laughs> I always be like throwing punches at her face all the time. Now, when this boy David first really started getting to, you know, you know when you kick it with a dancer and all they're doing is choreography in between yeah. conversations? That was David, but with like, you know, punches and shit, yeah. you know? And she's like, please, please don't start that. Let me tell you something, man. That's a, There's a video where people do that. Like when you first start kickboxing and you shadow box everywhere. It's so true though, yeah. because that's, you're so obsessed with it mm -hmm. and you just want to get your shit right. You just nonstop. Do yeah, that all day. We'd be like and like shooting send foods, and like outside of a bar, this fool would be drunk, like kicking, like <laughs> <laughs> kicking like signs and shit. <laughs> There's a video of that of me trying to kick a water. I, I don't even remember that video, but I was so fucking drunk. I was like trying to do Muay Thai kicks on this like pole and shit. Oh, so funny, dude. Well, would you like some caviar and crackers? I would love caviar. I knew I just wanted some type of food because I brought two kinds of alcohol for today, but I didn't bring any food, so I just grabbed something real quick at the Bevmo. Oh, Bevmo is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wait. Pass mm. me the caviar, bro. Oh. 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 Mm. What type of caviar is this? This is a... Uh, <clears throat> paddlefish. Paddlefish. Oh. Hmm. Not mad. There's also we also have a uh, a truffle whitefish roe. I like this. I like it too. Oh, this is good. Yeah, I just like caviar to be honest. This with the <coughs> this buttery Ritz. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really fire. Oh, speaking of Ritz, <clears throat> do you know what Riz is? Bro, that's so fucking funny <laughs> that you just say that. Right? <laughs> I've been seeing that word all over the place. Yeah. No idea. I love it. All right. So Rick, Rick was the one that told me about what Riz is. Like, 
a, like months and months ago, Rick was like, yo, the kids got this word. It's called Riz. And basically it means like you have game or you're charming. So it's like when somebody goes up to a girl and they're like, are this, when you see someone just very charismatic with women, like the comments are like, oh, he got that Riz. Oh, my guy got the fucking, my guy got the, <gasps> like. Is it from the word charismatic? Oh my God. You think so? Um, you just said charismatic. Yeah. Hey, I, somebody in the comments, did I just figure something out? You might have just, oh. That makes me like the word that much more. The fact that it comes from, from a real word. thing. Because some of this shit, I feel, just comes out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? But, like, I already like Riz just because it makes me laugh, right? Like, <laughs> like, like, let's say you were, like, trying to talk to a girl and you were using fucking caviar. They'd be like, oh, damn, he got that crackers Riz. Oh, he got the Riz crackers. Like, everything is like, oh, he got the blah, 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 Riz. He got the Riz crackers. And it makes me laugh, right? I um, love it. But, oh, the fact that you made it real right now? Oh, charisma. Hey, if it's from the word charisma, hey. Somebody donate some money to me right now because I'm a genius. I don't know if we talked about it on this show, but um, did we talk about where No Cap potentially comes from? No, I have no idea. Okay, so of course, as y'all know, No Cap means like I'm not lying or Cap means, oh, he's lying, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I was on Twitter one day and I'm like, look, man, uh, I love, hey, great, slang words, great. Can someone please tell me why No Cap means I'm not lying or why cap means lying. Please, someone tell me. And so many comments of people were just like, oh, it's from this city. It's, oh, it means like you're you're not lying. I'm like, I understand that. Why, yeah. though? And finally, one person was like, in Atlanta, was it Atlanta? Whatever city. They were like, oh, where it originated or New Orleans, where it originated. Um, if someone had fake gold fronts on, the gold caps... They were like, and not real gold in their grill. Then they were like, oh, that's cap. Like those are fake, that's fake gold. And mm. if they had real gold fronts, it was like, oh, that's not cap. And that's, they said that's where it comes from. And I was like, oh, all right, well now. That's pretty cool. Well then cool then, right? <laughs> I love shit like that when you find out how things like originate. Mm-hmm. And like the great context behind it. And I want to know who the person was. Who was the person that <laughs> said that, dude? You know, you started a whole fucking thing, man. Are you familiar with the, um... Food does not smack argument. Or food does not slap. Of course, because I'm from Sacramento. I'm from mm-hmm. NorCal. And, you know, everybody was so particular about that. And I didn't give a fuck. You can say words however the fuck that you want, you know? So, like, obviously, when you say, oh, that shit fucking smacks, you're only supposed to say that with food. Right, because, no, no, no. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, and yes, slaps yes. is supposed to be for music. Right, 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 right. So, I remember early on. I heard somebody say it the other way around. I was like, oh, maybe they just do it different. Whatever. That's yeah. fine. But then, <laughs> dog, in the comments, people are like, that's not what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? Food is smacks. Yeah, yeah. And music slaps. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck what you say. Well, I try to, um, you know, I, I understand that slang evolves and it changes, especially where you go. And, and pretty much a lot of places will say, oh, food slaps now, right? And uh, I remember I got a homegirl in Seattle, this girl, Tina, who does... Um, food like TikToks, right? And she said a food slaps in one of her shits and people were in her comments like going hard. Blip. And I, until one day, um, oh, open up this, um, this truffle one. Oh. It's truffle row, white fish. And, uh, and, and I tweeted, I was like, I was like, hey, just so you know, uh, I'm so, not friends with her. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I do not associate with this person. But I was like, no, look, hey, uh, E40, who is the originator of the term mm-hmm. slaps, Specifically says, food does not slap. 
or yeah, food does not slap. So, and I sent her a little video of him saying that specifically. She was like, okay, well, if E40 says it, <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> Only he can tell me when to go. <laughs> and plus I know like, you know, uh, especially Seattle kind of being a West Coast city, you know, they, they also respect that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, check this out. This is where it comes from. <laughs> the crazy thing was, and I talked about this with my buddy, uh, Sush. He's a rapper out in Sacramento, now mm-hmm. in LA. Mm-hmm. Was like, when we watched the evolution of what the internet can do with music and globalize it, mm. was specifically for me was a Bay, Bay Area music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bay Area music was so particular to mm. Bay Area, right? right? That Casio keyboard type of shit, super simplistic music. Anybody can make that shit on Fruity Loops. Oh, the beats, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then I started hearing fucking Mac Dre, Andre Nicotino out in SoCal when I was in college. I'm like, the fuck? How are you guys listening to fucking Mac Dre? And then tell me when the go popped off. Mm. Everybody was on that shit. Mm. Everybody started ghostwriting their whips. I'm like, damn, yeah. that's some shit I only saw in my high school. Yeah. And I started seeing people doing it in SoCal. I was like, oh, a music is becoming global now. And then after, I mean, and then after fucking tell me when to go, then you started hearing all the other like Bay Area classics like uh, fucking ding, 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 ding. Keep the sneak, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know what <laughs> and um, and that's kind of I, I love when that happens. Like I love when you're in a club and you you see all the fucking Bay Area people come out of that fucking woodworks as soon as you put on that shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, that I mean, yeah, that, that, that's easy, baby. I fucking love that shit. That era was. It's funny because like music purists, even at the time, they were like, this ain't real music. Mm. But you couldn't help but bop your fucking head to it because it was so fucking fun. Yeah. And I think like that's the the thing that's what's happening right now with uh, the music that we used to be so critical of. It's like, oh, that's that shit. It's mm. like you just want to bop your head to it. That's all that it is. Don't mm-hmm. look too deep into it. That's why I've never really been mad at like when people want to have the, oh, this isn't real hip hop because it doesn't have a message. Yeah. Uh, different categories yeah because you know? it's, it's, like hip-hop is such a it's such a wide array of different types of shit you know what i'm saying like you never have people like nobody in like rock well i don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong about this but like you know you don't have rock people like nah this this isn't real rock you know because like this guy's gonna sing about this shit and this guy's gonna sing about this shit right but hip hop is so like, you know, I mean, of course, because, you know, how it started. It's the roots it, it, yeah, stuff, you know, yeah. it comes from like, you know, like storytelling and messages and stuff. But when people, but, but also, man, if you go go way back, fucking Sugar Hill Gang, that's like, they're just having fun. Mm-hmm. To have, you know, just dance music, having a good time telling a fun story. So I never subscribe to the message of, nah, this ain't real hip hop. He ain't talking about nothing. Like sometimes you just wanna dance. I think it's the variety now. I kind of feel half and half about this, but mm-hmm. there's a lot more variety for people to pick and choose from, mm-hmm. you know? I think, like, there are things that you could say definitively, like, oh, this motherfucker don't got bars. Yeah. But is he trying to have bars? Right. Or is he trying to just make fun party music? Exactly. Like, I'll go to bat for people who, like, they'll do, like, a freshman Excel and they're freestyling, right? Mm-hmm. And it's terrible. And then somebody writes, oh, that's bars. I'm like, no, that's not <laughs> bars. Right. It's fun. Yeah. It's not bars, though. I know. You know what I mean? When you're rhyming the same word with the same word four times, that's not bars. But did you hear how he rhymed it, though? Oh, with the triplet. Fl- oh, I see what you're saying, mm. though. Not bad, huh? I spilled a little caviar. Sorry about it. Oh, that's going to smell for years mm-hmm. in here. <laughs> well, guys, that wraps up this episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. On this beautiful Chris Mice day. <laughs> Chris Mice time <laughs> is here. We hope y'all... Uh, lay some crackers out for Jesus Christ tonight. Um, and if you were a good boy, he will leave 
strawberries in your hat. So, Merry Christmas to y'all. Christmas is real. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, hey, man, uh, be safe out there. I'm Tim Chantaransi. And I'm David Stolen. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.